Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome in to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak in DFW. And that is former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holley. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. No one did that for the Cowboys last weekend. Uh, or last week. I, it doesn't matter. Just know I've been watching wide receivers today for the draft. That's all you need to know about the Cowboys season, okay? That's what I'm up about, to. Come on now. How about that? How about that young fella at Carolina Josh Down, baby? Let's go, baby. Let's go. He's pretty good. He's wide receiver, uh, wide receiver six. Yeah, baby. Little, it's a little too frail for me for the league, but, but, a guy shifty, shifty, the route runner. I put out one word scouting reports on two receivers, uh, Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee. Uh, what was his Zoomy, and Zoomy. Downs was Squirty. Well, <laughs> same thing as slippery or quick. Okay, all right, yeah, he's Squirty. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna talk about Mike McCarthy controlling his own damn destiny here in a second tell us about how awesome bet online is yes bet online is amazing your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you get the latest odds team matchup info player news game trends at bet online if you'd have listened to me this weekend you'd have won both games because i knew who was going to win even with brock purdy they were going to get run mm-hmm. uh they're your continued source for all sports wagering information bet online Features live betting, free contests, giveaways all season long. They got you covered for every single sport. NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf. BetOnline.ag. Join up there. You get a 50% welcome bonus with that first deposit as long as you use the promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. Is there any prop bets right now? Any prop bets that we can get? Mike McCarthy, how many games will he win next year? Kellen Moore, how many games will he win next year? We got any prop bets going on right now? Who will score more points per game next year, the Chargers or the Cowboys? Cowboys. Will the Cowboys offense be better than it was this year? Yes. Man, I like this version of Jesse. I've never met him before. How are you? It's nice to meet you. Hi, how are you? Kellen Moore, I don't know. I had a stupid little graphic. Kellen Moore, as the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys... I got to have it. I bookmarked too much stuff. I got the Dallas Zoo. A couple of monkeys got stolen. Uh, they're not doing a great job with security at the zoo. At all. At all. Snow leopard, two monkeys. <laughs> what else got stolen? Like, the Dallas Zoo. I mean, it is in South Dallas. So, you know, South Dallas, it gets it gets wild in South Dallas now. Somebody killed a vulture. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, you might have missed that one. Yeah, we've had like four Dallas Zoo stories in the last two weeks. <laughs> okay, so Cowboys offense with Kellen Moore as the OC. I believe the numbers are something along the lines of second in points per game, second in yards per game, fourth in yards per play, and fourth in something else. It's been a top five offense. Do you do you just say that that is bloated because for a good chunk of that, the NFC East wasn't good or because the Cowboys play fast or like there's things Kellen Moore does that do drive me bonkers. Like every incomplete pass on first down means they're going to run it on second and 10 and then they're going to have third and seven. I hate that. I hate running all curls. Those are the two things that I hate that they run. So now instead of curls, you're going to get slants and flats. Uh, and you'll probably throw the ball more on first down. I'm kind of excited to see what McCarthy does. 
I'm kind of excited because when he was a play caller, ended five years ago, but when he was a play caller, he was good at it. He yeah. was a good man. Now maybe Aaron Rodgers makes you right, but his track record as a play caller is very, very good. Initial thoughts of Kellen gone, Mike up. I am excited. And, and here's why. I thought Kellen Moore, you know, where he came from, I thought he was always practicing on the job. This is a guy who was given the office coordinator spot, the office coordinator job with no prior experience. And I know people are going to say, well, he played college as a starter at Boise and he played quarterback in the National Football League. He was very knowledgeable of the offense. Doesn't matter. Don't care. He was given a job and he was he was doing on-the-job training. And I didn't like the fact that he was practicing becoming an offensive coordinator while people were trying to get their careers along. Um, you know, he worked on the Jason Garrett. And the thing about him is, is that the Cowboys will always find – even when they kick, kind of shoot themselves in the foot, offensive talent. They, when he got his first start, it was kind of the Cowboys had a really good offensive line. Zeke was actually a young, spry, zoomy, squirty type of <laughs> type of type of running back. Uh, you know, and and Dak was more of a hey, if you just listen to what we tell you to do, you'll get the ball to the right people and we'll be successful. Now, over time and age and money changes that from a quarterback perspective. But for Kellen Moore, it, there was never, there was never to me a level of um, evolving. I felt like he stayed the same the entire way through. And with him and that quarterback, that was kind of like oil and water where neither one could overcome each other. And I think Kellen and Dak, Dak had kind of reached his ceiling with Kellen Moore being the voice of reason in that in that room. So for me, I, I've always questioned Kellen Moore, especially in those critical moments in those critical games. I'm like, you know, what is it that you can go to? Four curls. Yeah, like, hey, four, it was either four verts, four cores, four, four verts, four curls, or mirror routes. And it was like, dude, in, in pressure times, you got to be able to reach into your bag and do something. And it was always this level of inconsistency with, with Kellen Moore and his offense. He had some really good times, some really good moments, but I'm super excited that he's gotten a job in San Diego. Sorry, Justin Herbert, that's going to be your downfall out there. And he may not be there long uh, with Daly uh, out there, but when when they signed Mike McCarthy, he signed on my birthday many years ago, January 8th. I was super excited because I thought, man, here's a guy who's going to be able to come in, call the plays, and be the office coordinator slash head coach. And then the, the Joneses said, no, nah, by the way, we're going to give you this job because you, you really want it. And so here are the rules that you'll play by when we give you this job is we're going to take Boy Wonder because we're, we're trying to get the we're, – we're trying to be the ones to find the next Sean Payton, to find the next McVay, to find the next Kyle Shanahan. And it didn't work out uh, for, for, for Boy Wonder. And I thought Mike McCarthy kind of got jammed up with that. They were still able to win back-to-back 12-win seasons, but I do believe, and I could be absolutely wrong, but if they don't if they don't find a way next year to get to the NFC Championship game, and the Philadelphia Eagles have put a ton of pressure on Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys organization, Mike's gone. And I and and I'm kind of almost you know crazy to say this, but I'm I'm it's it's an admirable move by the Joneses to say, and I thought the same thing with Jason Garrett. If you're going to fire me. If my job is technically on the line, then let me go out on my own sword. Don't let the young kid call the plays for me and get us a situation that I can't get us out of. 
if you're going to fire me or threaten to fire me, let me go out on my own sword and call the plays. I think the Joneses have granted that to, to Mike McCarthy. And now is he, he's going to be, I got this wrong earlier, but I'm going to get it right now. In the great words of the great philosopher, Johnny Depp, either Mike McCarthy will be a Mexican or a Mexican. We'll find out shortly. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he's well. Okay. Um, now, because I'm a messy person, I want to know what happened and when it started because something happened here, and I'm only basing that off of timelines. Like, it was last week when McCarthy, they were like, all right, Dan Quinn said he's going to stay. How excited are you? Man, we're super excited. Dan Quinn's incredible. We absolutely love him. All right, how about Kellen Moore? He's still under contract. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. And then the day after they mutually part ways, he's already got the OC job in LA, which means that was already in the works. Mm -hmm. So what I want to know was this Jerry came around to really liking Mike and was like, all right, you do it. It's on you. You tell me Kellen isn't good enough. You do it. Or was this Kellen working his way out? Because I don't like my initial thought was, Oh, Kellen got fired, but he got scooped up so fast that there is no way they hadn't already been talking. Like he I, was granted the right to go look. I think and this is me personally, and, and none of us know, but I think Mike was like, I think Jerry was like, Mike, fire your boys. Your boys, some more of your boys gotta go. And Mike said, if I have to fire my boys, I'm firing your boy. Like, if my boys gotta go, I like your that. boys gotta go. And it's like, let's meet somewhere in the middle. If I gotta let if you know. Dan Quinn's coming back. Cool. I'm great with that. Love to do great for what we do defensively. It's going to help us win a lot of football games. But if I got to fire my right-hand man and my 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 right-hand right-hand man and some other folks that I like. And my O-line coach. And my O-line coach. Like, I, I'm firing my boys. Like, like, I already got rid of my, my other boy two years ago when, you, when I had to fire him as the defensive coordinator, right? This was the guy who gave me my first job as an OC, and I had to fire him. So yeah, I got my, my first boy, you're fired. And now my other two boys, I got to fire. All right, you got to meet me somewhere in the middle. If I'm going to do all this firing on your on your behalf, then I want a firing on my behalf. All right, what, what's that? What's that? What's that, Mike? I want Kellen Moore going. Whoa. Hey, if you want me to fire my boy, if, if my boy got to go, your boy got to go too. And they met in the middle and said, all right, Kellen, can you go out there and find yourself a job? And Kellen said, I'll try. Called up Cali. It was like, hey, you guys looking for OC? They were like, they were dumb enough to say yeah. So they were like, all right, cool. You're going. Dumb enough. They've had the bust, most busted-ass offense with a good quarterback in the world since Justin Herbert got in the league. That and offense, Kelly's going to help the when, when When Keelan Allen and Mike Williams look up and they're saying, we're running four curls again? We're running Harvey routes again? We're running this tosser? Two slants again, they're going to be pissed off too. Well, they end up top five in the league in points per game. They're going to be happy as hell. Kellen's going to make that team better. I just hope that McCarthy's going to make – and part of it, I think, is just the way I do sports. Like, I like the offseason. I'm excited about draft and free agent and what if. Like, I love all that crap. Uh, so I'm just excited by the idea of, huh, what can the Cowboys do? Because – I mentioned this today on the radio. 97 won the freak in the DFW listening area. And if you're not in the listening area, you can check the iHeartRadio app and find 97 won the freak. 
uh, every single segment we've ever done is podcasted. Our show name is The Speakeasy. Jesse, how much stuff do you keep doing with off season now? Is Cowboys.com? Yeah, hanging with the boys. Uh, you and I still work uh, together. Um, my other shows, we're kind of putting those on, on the back burner right now. And I'll be, I will be starting my YouTube page soon. You're so smart. And I'm working, and I'm working on another show uh, that hopefully by the summer of 2023 will be will be re released. Hell yeah! So the thing that I saw at the end of the year, and you won't care about this because it's the nerd numbers, the EPA per play, whatever. I'm not um, sure that. I went to public. I went to a Title One school in high school, and I went to a public college. Trust me. That's so why I'm we do graphs. Sure. So let's see. If I put my hand this way, it means you did good when we threw you the ball. And if I move it this way, it means you didn't do so good when we threw the ball. So for the Cowboys, they made a chart of when targeted, this receiver added this many expected points. And when targeted, this receiver added this many. And this so, one, oh my God, they were negative. So it was C.D. Lamb going this way, so, and then everyone else going the opposite way. So C.D. Lamb goes way this way, the good way, the, right. the real good way. Right. And then the next guy after C.D., by Tony Pollard. It might have been Pollard. Jake Ferguson was a positive. But that's, then, a, that's a sample size because he didn't have many receptions this year. I think he had like no, no, no. But it's just like, what did you do with them? Oh, like okay, per, target, per target, what did it do for our chance of scoring points after that play? So like Dalton Schultz's was whoops, wrong way. Uh was a net negative. And Zeke's targets were whoops, wrong way, net negative. And Michael Gallup's were, whoops, wrong way. Noah Brown, whoops, wrong way. Oh, T.Y. Hilton might have been second in terms of the okay. good. So, in other words, yes, everything we already knew, CD good. Everybody else, not good. Um, so, now let's see. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to bring in? Who's going to get these targets and carries that are going to be vacated? Because I think Schultz will be gone. I think he'll get the bag from someone else. I think Zeke's going to get cut. Um, I don't think they're going to have Noah Brown on the field much. And then Michael Gallup's the guy that we're going to talk about because he's still going to be counting $13 million and he might not be one of your two or three best wide receivers unless we're just going to assume, oh, he's going to be more healed up. But he's never made a catch 60% of the time when he's targeted. He's never been an efficient target, but he used to at least catch deep balls. Uh, so we're going to have to figure it out. Who is it going to be? But just by the process of you're not here anymore opens up the idea that, oh, we could get a little more efficient and explosive and fun. You know, I think, and I'm foreshadowing, and I hope that I'm right. But I think the Giants and Philadelphia have now pushed the Cowboys to get out of their comfort zone. Think about this. The last time the Cowboys signed a lucrative free agent was Brandon Carr. That had to be 10 years ago. I don't even know what the date was on that. 10 years ago, easy. Had to right? be. And when you look at what Philadelphia's front office did this past season, football 101 operation from a front office perspective. They pushed their chips in. They, went, they, they said, here's our quarterback. Here's what his absolute strengths are. Here's what his absolute weaknesses are. We're going to enhance everything about his strengths and we're going to try to plug up and, and kind of mask some of those weaknesses. And they did a phenomenal job with it, right? They, they, they signed three running backs right now that all make, I think it's like 
$8 million or less, $6 million or less, all three of their starting running backs, right? Zeke makes 12. Um, they went and got A.J. Brown to add with Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins, signed, uh, you know, Dallas, got Dallas Goddard. I mean, they went and got the pieces necessary to, to, to compete. And all what they did defensively with the drafting and, and signing guys and, and creating a good core nucleus. Brian Dayball is going to go add more pieces to that offense. They're going to go add some more weapons to that offense and, and to find a way to get better. And I think now with the, with the Philadelphia Eagles going to the Super Bowl, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones are sitting back and saying, they've been to the Super Bowl two times with one so far already won in the last five years. They've been to the Super Bowl three times since 2005. We have been to the NFC Championship or Super Bowl in the last 27 years zero times. So I think this is going to force the Joneses to get out of their comfort zone. Now, I hope they go and sign the right people and just don't go just throwing money at anything, but actually sign the right people to help accentuate what CeeDee Lamb has become, what Dak, Pre what Dak Prescott needs in his, you know, Dak-friendly offense, and that can help this football team for the duration of the season, not just for in spurts. You need the guys who are going to be able to be there for a large majority of those games make some decisions up front on that offensive line, and get this pony back going again. I think those two teams right there, Philadelphia being the lead dog, will push and force and make Jerry Jones get out of his absolute comfort zone and say, my way is the best way, and really have to go back and look at what they did in the front office in Philadelphia and change his football landscape in Dallas. Yeah, yeah I think you. I was looking up the Chiefs while you were while you were talking about that, and them, like, it's the same thing when they – had to decide what they wanted to do and they traded Tyreek Hill because they figured instead of losing other good players and keeping him like we'll lose him we'll get draft picks and their wide receiver core is when they're healthy Marquez Valdez Scantling Juju Smith-Schuster Nicole Hardman Kadarius Tony and then Price Sky Moore like two of those are free agents added this year one is a trade it made in the middle of the year for a team that was going for it like every almost every team at least as a player whether it's in free agency or trade in the Cowboys boy it is just rare I they traded for Amari before that I don't know what was the last big trade they made I don't know I don't know either um Jeremy Fatten no Jeremy Fatten wasn't a trade it was he off his assignment Joey Galloway <laughs> probably I mean, a Roy Williams. With Charles Haley like, a trade? Roy Williams. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy, so it was always wide receivers. Yeah, that was that was probably the last big trade that they made. But, you know, they they they, they have to go and get more weapons. Like, to, like using the Chiefs, for example. The Chiefs said, all right, we're going to get rid of um, you know Tyreek Hill. We'll get something in return for Tyreek Hill. But we're going to go get three more 4-3 guys. That's it. We're, we'll go get three more 4-3 guys. We have a number one. And Travis Kelsey, who for some odd reason, no one seems to guard Travis Kelsey. And that double him, triple him, whatever, they, he still is able to make plays. The Chiefs, hold on, the Chiefs are doing such bits. Like, they're just out there having fun. And some of their plays are just to say, they ran a hook and ladder, in, ran a hook and ladder in an AFC championship game. And a 15-yard hook and ladder up the middle. Like, how in the hell do you know that your best player is going to be butt-naked 15 yards down the middle? 
That doesn't even make any damn sense. <laughs> that they just knew, yeah, he'll have enough room to run 15 yards down there, turn around, catch it, hang out for a minute. Nobody will tackle him yet, and then he's going to go, wee! Like, they're just they're just having fun, and it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how you even have that play in the playbook. Hey, I'm sure nobody's going to cover our number one 15 <laughs> yards down the field, and then we'll run a pitch play. That's yeah. stupid. Insane. Bengals, that's stupid. That's it your is. fault. Insane, but that. you know they 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 also knew that hey we have the best quarterback in the world so we'll make it work and you know a guy like Kadarius Tony right he's he was it's 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 sometimes weird how a guy can be a knucklehead in one place in a losing environment and then get around some winners and all of a sudden his attitude changes a little bit and now I, I think that was a steal I don't know what he's going to be for the Super Bowl he hurt his ankle in that game but Kadarius Tony is one of those guys one of those wild card guys where at any given time at any given time, Kadarius Tony is a home run. Like oh, a yeah. screen, a bubble screen, a tunnel screen, a hitch, a slant. Like he has that ju- joystick ability to just take one to the house. Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, he's not a number one. He's solid. He's solid. And then you got a Valdez-Scantlin. I mean, he can make plays. I mean, they have all of these guys that are really good top-end um, role players. You have a number one in Travis Kelsey, and then you have the best quarterback in the world. And and then you have an office coordinator in Airbnb slash Andy Reid who are back there having absolute fun. They're designing stuff. I mean, they're they're doing stuff. They're just like, this is gonna work. Not not the bull that we do line up Zeke at center and no, they're like, no, this is gonna work. Watch this. They and played like, ring said, around the Rosie and for a two-point conversion. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, Kellen Moore's gone. Congratulations to everybody that hated him. Uh, Where do you fall on that? Because you didn't make a comment. You love Kellen Moore. You hate Kellen Moore. You're indifferent to Kellen Moore. You're going to miss Kellen Moore. Like, I, like, where are you at? I like-ish Kellen Moore. Like, I can point to things that bother me about Kellen Moore, but I think it's really hard to argue with, what was that, three, four years? Four years as an OC and averaging a top three offense. Like, either you're going to tell me you think Dak is incredible or you're going to tell me Kellen's incredible or you're just going to tell me none of it makes sense. Like, I... Kellen Moore, I think, is a good offensive coordinator. There's stuff that I wish that somebody would like Mike McCarthy would fold up a notebook and hit him in the back of the head. Like if they throw incomplete on first down and he starts to call a run play, you just hit him. You're like, no, we're not doing that. That's stupid. Uh, and when it's third down, when he goes, all right, everybody, run and turn around and you hit him in the head. But I just, I think it's, I don't claim to be smart enough to know exactly why the things they do are successful, but I can't argue with the points, the yards, the yards per play, the points per drive. Like, I can't argue with those things. So, Jeff, what's the problem? Like, what is the problem? If if he's supposed to be this good offensive coordinator and that's supposed to be this good quarterback and the numbers are, you know, projecting to be these top numbers in the league, what the hell is the problem? This team has been, when they get into the playoffs, this team has been absolutely abysmal. In the playoffs, I mean, look at the time that Dak Prescott has been there. In his seven years, he has, what, two playoff wins? What the hell is going on? Like, what is happening that these two guys together can't figure out a way to get out of the second round of the playoffs? Hell, a lot of times, out of the first round of the playoffs. I think the last two years, two years ago, I think Dak was never right after he strained his calf, and this year your other wide receivers not named CD sucked, and both years you played the best defense in football, so it was going to be hard and you were going to have to beat them in a close game. I didn't pick them to beat the 49ers in that game, and they didn't. Uh, 
so as far as what's wrong, I would say expectations. 12 and 5 is good. 12 and 5 twice in a row is good. You gave yourself a shot at it and you lost. And to me, that's the way it goes is you don't just get to go to the Super Bowl. You have a good quarterback. I think you had a good OC and you had a good roster. And you played against a great roster with a really good coach and no effing quarterback. That's the part that hurts. Uh, and like the Eagles, the Eagles are better than the Cowboys right now. They're better yeah. at defensive line, offensive weapons, offensive line, maybe quarterback, uh, corner, maybe linebacker, definitely. Uh, you, if you have Dak level quarterback, and there's probably three to five of them in football right now, you either have to play better than them that day, or you better have a better team than them. So the Cowboys have to give Dak a better team than the 49ers have or the Eagles have. Otherwise, you just have to play really, really well that day. And maybe I'm crazy, and Mike McCarthy will have better answers offensively in a playoff game. And I hope so. But but Dak and Kellen Moore have had better teams, and it still resulted in the same thing. Like, they've had better teams than the Eagles and the Giants and in other other places, and and they've won those games, yes, obviously. But – They've had better teams. Like, they've had better football teams, and they still have not been able to figure this thing out that that results in anything that resembles a chance to go to a place like the NFC Championship game. They've had better teams. Well, if they would have won one more game this season, they would have made the NFC Championship game because they would have gotten to host – they would have gotten to host – yeah, the Giants. And then they they did football. yeah, but man, like there's, there's just so much overtime that you look up and you go, "Come on, bro!" Like that's what I think it is. I think what it is is it's 27 years of people's frustration, and I just look at it year by year, and it's like I picked San Francisco to beat them, so I'm not thinking that Kellen Moore effed it up. I think two teams took the field, and the one that I thought was a little bit better beat them because they were a little bit better. So go make yeah. your team a little bit better. And and that conversation, you know. Your quarterback didn't give you a chance. He played, I mean, he played like booty juice. He did. And, 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 that, and that, it's like, I think that's my biggest gripe when it comes to the whole Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott thing. It's, it's, you have two human beings who at times make it difficult to coexist, right? It's like Dak, when he's really, really, really on, he helps overcome Kellen Moore glitching, right? Kellen Moore gets into this whole glitch situation, and and Dak, when he's really on, can overcome it. But then you have Dak sometimes that doesn't know how to read a defense, doesn't know where the ball is supposed to go, is second-guessing themselves, or he's keyed in and locked in on one receiver, and now he's glitching, and Kellen Moore is, is calling some good stuff, but he just can't seem to get it there. And it's like these two guys, for some reason, a lot of times, when the moment gets its biggest, are oil and water. And I, I cannot understand it. It's one of the most frustrating things ever. And, and that's why I think the the, 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 the the departing of Kellen Moore, I'm hoping, is, is, is for the betterment of Dak Prescott. Maybe they get a new voice in here. Maybe Mike McCarthy can now be the only voice in his ear in, in coaching him up uh, and, and allowing him to do things. But I just think it just, it just it was a frustrating situation trying to get these two guys to coexist with one another for the last five, six, seven years, however long they've been together, and it's not working. 
Yeah, and I think sometimes that is it. It's just like, all right, the odds are they're not going to win the Super Bowl next year either, but at least we'll be frustrated at something new. <laughs> like instead they're, of saying, they're not winning it next year. They're not. Right, which is why it's just like, so next year it'll just be the next thing where it's like, who are we going to blame? Who are we going to blame? Who are we going to blame? And the answer is going to be, Mike ah, 32 teams, you didn't have the best one. You're going to blame Mike McCarthy. You're going to blame Dak Prescott because at the end of the day, that's where the blame is going to fall. They're going to fire Mike McCarthy. They don't win it next year. And they're going to probably, you know, it's honestly, it's rinse and repeat because what's going to happen. And then Jerry's so good. Oh, he's so freaking good. It's He's so freaking good. What's going to happen? They're not going to win it next year. If they make the playoff, they're going to be a first round exit, right? They're going to fire Mike McCarthy. And then everyone's going to say, Finally, we get to elevate Dan Quinn to that head coaching spot. Good job by Dan Quinn, by the way. Smart man. He's a Jersey guy, so he's always thinking. I appreciate that. Because Dan Quinn's like, it's a win-win for me. If this team does anything next year and has success, me, the defensive coordinator, our defense is going to be a huge part of that. So I either become a really, really hot candidate again for maybe another job that I might want to take. If we do not have success, and that's fine, cool. I'm in waiting because they're going to fire Mike McCarthy and I get to be the head coach of the, of the Dallas Cowboys and run things my own way. So win-win for Mike, uh, excuse me, for Dan Quinn. He's he's he, 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 he smart man. Tell yeah. you, us Jersey guys, we're, we're smart, smart, methodical thinkers. But, and this was going to be, Jerry's going to say, well, we're going to elevate Dan Quinn and the fan base is going to go, yes, finally, this is our year for the next four years and they don't get there and we'll be at 30-something years and 33 years and 34 years and 35 years. I mean, eventually it'll it'll come around, but boy, it, it's it's just one of those things with where, 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 where Jerry Jones has got us by the testes. He may not he may not see it when it happens. Jerry's outliving all of us. <laughs> I'm, all right, okay, all right. Watch, like Jerry's the kind of guy who lives to 120 something years old. Like he just does. Like he's just gonna he's gonna torture us for the next. He has all the money in the world. He's gonna like. He's going to get a, a, a younger heart, more lungs, more blood kidney. Blood boy. Huh? Get a blood boy. Somebody that all of that. Him. All of that. Like, he's going to sacrifice. He's going to sacrifice, a, you know, someone on the cross, and he's going to live longer. Like, Jerry's going to outlive all of us. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Watch. Like, this dude is just, he just goes and goes and goes. He's going to drive the bunny. He's going to outlive all of us. You're not wrong because I don't live a healthy lifestyle uh, and I don't have money. So, well, let me stop lying. I got a little bit of money. Uh, okay, that is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, and now I have to go watch wide receivers so that I can sell you guys on the idea of how they are going to win the Super Bowl next year. But then they'll probably go like 11 and 6, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. <laughs> That's Jesse Holly. You can find him everywhere. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. You can find me on 971 The Freak. And remember, you have no idea what anyone is going through, including Kellen Moore. So be cool to everyone. We love you. Bye. Eliminate the contingencies and pray that I get home. Come on, Southwest. Stop playing around. Get out of Tampa. We don't know how to deal with cold in, in Texas. We just don't. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.